Hey, welcome to Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. I'm Adam, pastor, student pastor here at Ninth and O Baptist Church. And we're going to dive in, continuing in Exodus, into Exodus 32. As you know, something bad happens in Exodus 32. All right, something real bad happens. What's going on? Well, Moses goes up on the mountain. He's with the Lord for 40 days, getting the law. Very important. I know when we're reading all those chapters on the law, Sometimes it can get a little little long, but right here at Exodus 32, the action really picks up because the Israelites mess up bad. Read with me uh, in verses 1 through 6. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the pe- people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what's become of him. You stop right there. People get impatient. So they say, let's make some gods. Make us some gods who will go before us. God's been, you know, the Lord Yahweh, He's been going before us. Now we need someone else to do it because clearly He's abandoned us. Moses, He's abandoned us, probably. He's been gone for too long. So Aaron, verse 2, said to them, Take off your rings of gold that are in your ears of your wives, your, uh, your sons and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He received the gold from their hand, fashioned it with a graving tool, made a golden calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. They rose up early the next day, offered burnt offerings, brought peace offerings. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. So what's going on here? What is this golden calf idol? What is it really? I don't think the Israelites are deciding, let's worship a totally foreign god to us. Let's, let's ditch Yahweh and worship some other god. I don't think that's what's going on here. But instead... I think they grew impatient, and so they're going to try to worship Yahweh in a way that suits their needs instead of how Yahweh is prescribing His worship to be. This is, this is the key issue here. And as we know, you keep reading, God gets angry, Moses intercedes. Then Moses comes down, he gets angry, he, he takes these two tablets, he's been on, up on the mountain for 40 days, he finally gets to come down, breaks the tablets right away, seeing the, the sin firsthand by the people. Moses gets, gets angry and then God forgives. And yet we still see immense bloodshed at the end of the story. The Israelites do pay a price of thousands of people dead because they decided to build this golden calf uh, and worship it. Already breaking the second commandment, I, maybe they didn't know about it yet, but God already told Moses about it. We know about it as the readers. And we see in full display the, the, the sin of the Israelites. Why we need the law. Because we will quickly find ways to sin without the law. Some, some bounds to keep us in. Some commandments to show us, oh no, this God, this is how you want us to worship you. So how does this apply to us? Because, I don't know about you, I'm not tempted to go get all my jewelry and uh, form some sort of idol. How does this apply to us? Well, again, the Israelites' issue was not necessarily whom they worshipped. because I, I believe they were still trying to worship 
God, Yahweh, but how? We have to understand when we become impatient with the Lord's timing, the Lord's timing doesn't really come, uh, doesn't meet our expectations of how things should go. When we start to get impatient, how do we respond? Do we decide, no, I want to uh, figure things out on my own? Or actually, some people, very common day, decide to worship in ways that are really them trying to manipulate God to give them what they want, what they desire. We see this a lot with the health, wealth, prosperity gospel. When we cannot control our circumstances, what do we do? Do we submit to God? Or instead do we say, no, I'm going to try to fit God into my plans. Do we try to submit ourselves to the Lord and say, God, whatever your plans are for me, whatever your will is for me, I will, I will follow that. I will wait on the Lord. Or instead do we say, no, God, you're going to come along with me. I'll fit you into whatever I need to do. Luckily, we see the second commandment fulfilled by Christ. So we now worship in our practice. We worship Him. We worship Christ the, the, on full display, the image of God. We don't have to necessarily worry about uh, idols and altars and all this, but as we worship Christ, we are now understanding that we're worshiping the one that fulfilled the law. So we must continue to go towards Christ. And, and for us, that maybe we, we read this passage, we go, God, why'd you kill all these people? That seemed a little harsh. Maybe we need to reflect on, are we uh, devaluing how horrible sin is? Do we think this is too harsh of a punishment because we fail to see the holiness of God? These are some things that we have to reflect on in this golden calf passage. It's more than just, hey, they messed up and made a golden calf. No, we can apply this to ourselves in many different ways. I pray that we have, I pray that we're challenged by this text. Thank you for listening.